From Ramsey Network, I'm George Camel, and this is a message of hope. Our daily conversation where we help you navigate today's world when it comes to your life and money. And like everything we do, it involves a whole lot of hope. Today's message is from our friend, Dr. John Deloney. The email started coming a few weeks ago. Prom's been canceled. Spring break trips will not be going out this year. Seniors would finish their last semester at home. And then college students came home and no graduation ceremonies for spring 2020. The cruises were off. Weddings were postponed. The cancellations just kept coming and coming and coming. We had to cancel my 10-year-old's birthday party. My 4-year-old daughter's Easter program got moved online. And several work projects that would have paid quite well, gone. Oh yeah, and the barbershops are closed, and so I ventured into cutting my son's hair, and it looks like he stumbled face-first into a lawnmower. And then I started getting some other notes. Like a close friend of mine unexpectedly lost his mother-in-law, and the family was forced to hold a tiny graveside service. Another friend of mine suddenly lost her elderly dad, and she couldn't hug her mom at the funeral. This virus, this COVID-19, is not only taking our routines and our health and our sanity, but it is pulling at the very threads of our community fabrics. Everything's getting canceled. But in light of a global shutdown and people actually passing away, does it really matter? Like, we can't help but flinch when we hear a teenager whining about missing an overpriced dance when we're in the midst of a global health crisis. Or it's hard for me to feel sympathetic towards my former students who won't be able to get dressed up in fancy robes and listen to boring speakers while my community here in Nashville is suffering a devastating loss of jobs and work and identity. And being sad about my cruise? Forget about it. But this attitude is wrong, it's bullheaded, and it's short-sighted for several reasons. First, we, we live in a transient, throwaway culture where we so often tear down grandmother's house just because it's old and because the ROI on the large lot is not properly leveraged. This makes the few remaining cultural traditions all the more important to uphold, celebrate, and maintain. And second, and way more importantly, pain is not some zero. The losses of these cultural milestone markers are significant and real. Loss to a kid is loss to a kid. And feeling the weight of their loss in no way diminishes the health and economic challenges that are threatening our friends, our neighbors, and our country. Proms, graduations, weddings, funerals, church services, these things form the foundation of our communities and blowing them off causes hurting or disappointed people additional wounds of not being heard or felt. And it's just ignorant and mean. My son is nine and he turns ten tomorrow. His birthday party is no more. He's a ten-year-old who's sad about not seeing his friends and not celebrating a milestone birthday and not being able to share his home. And you know what? I'm sad too. So how do we help our loved ones deal with the loss of important events and milestones under the cloud of an international calamity? I want to offer six suggestions on grieving and supporting yourself and loved ones during this time of uncertainty. Number one, give yourself permission to grieve, permission to feel upset, permission to feel angry, and to weep. Funerals need hugs and closeness. Long journeys like academic programs and religious experiences and weddings need cathartic ceremony, and it got taken away. Feel and acknowledge the loss. It hurts. Don't try to gloss over or numb these feelings. Feel them. Go for a walk and feel the sun. If you're saddened by the grief and loss of a loved one, write your lost family members letters stay connected to your community, or get virtually plugged into a church or group. But most importantly, don't try to wish this away. Give yourself permission to grieve. Number two, give others permission to grieve. 
Be kind and gracious. Be an open heart and ear to your loved ones who are hurting. If invited, be a part of the solution. Be a part of their care and support team. I often say that your friends and community is your emergency fund for life, and people need you right now, so be there. And don't be mean. Their pain is real even if you don't feel it, right? Like, I'd rather set myself on fire than go to a friend's kid's graduation ceremony. Seriously, set myself on fire. I mean, do you remember anything from your graduation? Nope, and neither does anybody else. But here's the deal. They're important to the graduate. And they're important to families who share success together. And they're important to all of us who have a shared cultural experience. These commonalities matter. So be there. And number three, write down your thoughts and feelings in a journal. And I know this feels so cheesy and useless. And dude, I I get it. But it's backed by research and it works. I don't care how tough or cool you are. Write down your feelings. Seeing your feelings on paper allows them to become real. It takes away some of their power, and it gives you some much-needed separation between your emotions and your ability to think. Number four, this is an extension of number one, but talk about your loss with your close friends. FaceTime, grab a glass of wine, and let your friends know that you are sad. Hear their losses, and then make a plan for moving on. But talk to people about it, right? Join in community here. Number five. Find creative ways to do alternative events, however lame you think they are. And this is not the time for being too cool or being being like, oh man, just get over yourself. This is time for being creative and making 100-year memories. Truth is, I guarantee you that my prom date from high school doesn't remember my name, and I guarantee you she doesn't remember what I wore. But if my buddy Kevin decorates his living room and holds a three-song dance for his high school senior daughter, a cheesy mini-prom with daughter and dad and they dance together, her grandkids will tell that story. Or my wife has set up a scavenger hunt birthday party via Zoom for my son, and I'm taking him on a fishing, hiking trip in the woods because our normal fishing spot in the local park is closed. And we're being hyper-intentional about this party and making sure people call in and, and wave and drive by and honk, and I can almost guarantee you that he would not have remembered the party had we just brought over some knucklehead friends with Nerf guns and a cake but he'll remember the intentionality and the thought and the energy of this party. We're making 50-year memories. We're making 100-year memories now. And sixth, last but not least, grieving is not whining. And I know this sounds cold. I get it. But it's important that loss does not become your identity. Choosing to not do the things that will make you well, choosing to just live in the darkness will not honor the loss and will not help you heal. Joy and optimism are a choice, not a disposition. I want to say that again. Joy and optimism are a choice. Lean towards joy and healing, even in the midst of pain. Slowly, of course, and not fake or Pollyanna nonsense. But remember, there is always, always light at the end of the tunnel. The pandemic and our response has changed all of our lives. Loss is everywhere. Let's grieve together when necessary. Support one another whenever we can. Get creative and find alternative solutions and lean towards the joy, even in the dark. We are in this together. This is John Deloney with Ramsey Network, and I am in this with you. May you be kind, laugh often, and be of much joy. We all need some more good news, so tune in every weekday for another message of hope with relevant topics that matter from all of our Ramsey Network hosts. If you don't want to miss an episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow the show on Spotify, or listen in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, I'm George Camel. Stay safe, don't panic, and choose hope.